I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey y'all, have you ever felt like you were having an identity crisis? You thought you knew who you were, but at some point you became confused and insecure in your identity for whatever reason. You know, usually we tend to draw our identity or who we are from our family, our environment, and our past choices. I'm going to share some of my life and testimony with you for a purpose here. I grew up pretty poor without a lot of family around except for my mom. There were a lot of super dysfunctional things in my family tree on both sides, and much of my family were not great law-abiding citizens, we'll say. My stepdad adopted me when I was three, though I've always called him dad, and I found out when I was 13 that he wasn't my biological father. I met my biological father when I was 18. I'm sure there are more details I can share, but they're kind of depressing. A lot of times we assume the dysfunctional roles of our family because it's what we know, and it's who we think we are. I do want to say that I was legit saved when I was seven, but I struggled with my relationship with God really into my late 20s. So moving on to different depressing stuff, um, I lost my virginity when I was 21, and I remember my self-image plummeted. I mean, really, that's all I really felt I had going on for me, but I failed at that too. I felt that God was too disappointed to ever want anything to do with me again. I felt any worth, any value I had before that existed no more. I was nothing special. I would yo-yo back and forth with wanting to do right and going back to the same old destructive choices after that. Sure, I'd go to church on most Sunday mornings, but I tried to figure out how to live a life in the flesh doing what I wanted, but trying to loosely pursue God in the process. Like that even made sense. I ended up in my 20s becoming addicted to prescribed oxycodone, and I would be taken up to nine pills at a time. And after a couple of years, that doctor was shut down, and I turned to drinking and smoking pot and some other things. And I just took that shovel of sin and dug my grave. I was unhappy even though I was doing all of the things I decided I wanted to do. I was more than unhappy. I was festering with misery, but I was unwilling to surrender. I tried to climb out of that pit, out of the grave I dug myself, just to fall back in every time because of my unwillingness to completely repent and surrender, to give everything up. I was brought to my low slow and the only thing I wanted to do was surrender at that point. But boy, when I did, when I finally did, our loving father reached down and picked me up and he spoke life into me. And I learned to just focus on making choices that pleased him and brought me closer to him in that day and depend on him for my daily bread. And over the years walking faithfully, not perfectly, with him, he transformed me and renewed me and continues to do so day by day. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. What about you? Are you the same person you always have been, or are you a new creature in Christ? A lot of times we pull who we are by who we think we should be, or by what others think we should be. Let me read you a passage you're probably familiar with from Mark 6, 1-4. And he went out from thence and came into his own country, 
and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence hath this man these things, and what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and of Judah and Simon? Are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house. You see, the people who grew up with Jesus and his family were like, Who does this guy think he is? Isn't that Mary's boy, James' brother? He's nothing special. He especially ain't no Messiah. And they assigned him his identity based on who they believed him to be and who they thought he should be. But he was the son of God with a higher mission than they could ever understand or wanted to understand. And he didn't let what they thought deter him from who he really was and what he was born on earth to do. What do you think you were born on earth for? It's not confusing, but Satan wants you to think it is. You aren't supposed to be anybody other than who God created you to be, regardless of who your family is, how you were brought up, and past choices you have made. And when you are in a right relationship with the Lord, Satan can no longer tell you who you should be because Jesus has that space in you. We often get caught up in dumb stuff that attributes nothing to the kingdom of God and only contributes to building up our earthly kingdom, which, by the way, is code for Satan's kingdom. I love the verses my friend shared with me a couple weeks ago in Isaiah 45, 9-11. Woe unto him that striveth with his maker. Let the potsherds strive with the potsherds of the earth. Shall the clay say to him that fashioneth it, what makest thou, or thy work? He hath no hands. Woe unto him that saith unto his father, What begettest thou, or to the woman, what hast thou brought forth? Thus saith the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, and his Maker, Ask of me the things to come concerning my sons, and concerning the work of my hands, command ye me. Why are we trying to figure out how to live our best life and make ourselves happy? YOLO, you only live once. Yeah, dummy, that's the point. So do it for God and don't waste it. I lost years of what I could have been doing to build up God's kingdom. And when I look back in those years, all I'm left with is shame and regret. But today, I can live in gratitude towards my maker, towards the one that fashioned me with his hands and choose to do what he wants. And it's a win-win because not only does it make him happy, I'm the happiest I've ever been. And y'all may have noticed over the podcast that I am weird, I'm kind of awkward, but as I've gotten older and I've walked closer to the Lord, He's helped me to rest in who He is, and He has made us with our funny quirks and our sense of humor or lack thereof and with our athletic abilities or super nerdiness all on purpose. He designed me on purpose this way, and He designed you on purpose that way. When you're walking with Jesus, he doesn't want you to put on a fake persona and act how you think others think you should or be less nerdy or more fancy or whatever. He wants you to be you, just full of Jesus. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Now, if you're identifying yourself as something that is against the Bible, God didn't make you to be unbiblical. So always make sure you check yourself with the word of God and compare scripture with scripture. But when we are walking with Jesus the way we should be, 
we can see ourselves how he sees us a lot clearer. We can be secure in who he has made us to be. When we're busy doing his work anyway, we get a lot less time to think about all of our insecurities because our perspective and priorities have changed. It's not about us anymore anyway. It's not about who we think we should be even. It's about who he is, and when he takes residence inside of us, when we become saved, he becomes our identity. We can take confidence in who he is inside of us and question who we are no more. Our identity is in Christ, and our job is to let him shine his light through us and tell others about him and what he did for us on the cross. Galatians 2.20 I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. If you want to know more about becoming saved, being transformed, or have prayer requests or other questions or comments, feel free to email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com, and I'll talk to you all next Monday.